You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I usually sit down with fellow metal musicians and talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. But for the past six weeks on Tuesdays, I've been releasing my Vox and Hops Brewer Talks, which were interviews that I conducted on site at this year's Festival Bière et Saveur de Chambly, which is one of North America's premier craft beer festivals in Chambly, Quebec. They have all of the best local breweries that were there, and I had the chance to sit down with six brewers of these great breweries, and I've been releasing them underneath the segment Vox and Hops Brewer Talks on Tuesdays. This is the last installment of that. In case you missed it, on October 26th at Turbo House, I am hosting the one-year anniversary party for the podcast. I've invited out all my previous guests, the Vox and Hops alumni, to come out and celebrate with me, and all of you Vox and Hops heads are invited to come out and celebrate as well. Throughout the evening, I will be conducting the very first live Vox and Hops interview with a very special secret guest whose identity I shall be revealing this Friday, October 11th, during the intros of my upcoming podcasts, which are coming out this Friday. I've also ordered the very first Vox and Hops branded glassware. It is a nine ounce tasting glass, the exact style of glass that I like to use when I'm at home drinking craft beer. It's going to have the black Vox and Hops logo on it. I'm super excited to get them. I should be getting them soon and I'm going to be taking some pictures so that you guys know what to expect. What are you going to be doing with a glass you're thinking the whole time at a party? Well, a few weeks ago I went out to L'Assomption Québec and brewed the very first collaborative Vox and Hops brew alongside the great people of Microbrasserie Le Fermenteur. We decided to make a delicious, hazy New England IPA that we have called the Highway to Hops. In the description of this podcast and on the Vox and Hops Facebook page is the link where you can order your tickets right now. When you purchase a ticket, you get entrance into the party, you get the 9-ounce Vox and Hops branded glassware, and you get one free serving of the Highway to Hops. I'm super excited about this party. I can't wait to be there with all of you and to celebrate one year of Vox and Hops podcast. I'm super excited to announce the guests on this Friday. Don't miss that. It's someone that I've always wanted to interview, and I'm really, really looking forward to it. On today's Vox and Hops Brewer Talks number six, I am with Francis Foley from Microbrasserie à la Fue. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. What's up, everybody? Today I'm with Francis Follet from Microbrasserie à la Fue. And we are at Chambly, Bière et Saveur. How are you doing, buddy? I'm really well. I'm really, really well. You having fun here today? Oh, absolutely. It's sunny sunshine. I have a bunch of people. Everyone uh, is happy, so uh, it's perfect. You told me that this is your fifth time at Chambly, à la Fuse fifth time. Fifth time at Chambly, but uh, eight years we were not there. You were dormant. So to come back. <laughs> the last time it was in 2011. We also mentioned before, before we started rolling, that uh, I feel like you guys are the, the supreme kings of the aging in barrels. Yeah. How did that come about? Why did your brewery decide to become that? Just focusing on aging beers and barrels. Well, first, we ju- not just focusing on barrel aging program, but yes, we have a strong barrel aging program. We have now more than 500 barrels in our uh, brewery that we play with. That's amazing. And we just started uh, two years after we, start our, we started our brewery. So in 2009? 
we we uh, uh, in 2008 I have been to uh, Belgium so to 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 learn about the beers about the, uh, over there and I I drank a lot of good beers <laughs> I met a lot of good brewers and then when I came back I said okay we have to make something like the Orval or uh, something Cancion with or yeah, something. something with yeah. Brett because yes I loved uh, uh, when I was there I was uh, were you one of the first to use the Brett in Quebec or? among the among the first yeah. which which is like now a staple in every beer almost. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we say that so uh, so that, that it was the, um, the 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 startup of our barrel aging program without any uh, plan. goal yeah. and plan. Um, it was pure creativity. Exactly, we were just and a passion. Exactly, because first we are home brewers, so we we love to experiment. So you still do that to this day? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that, that's so the, you brew at work and then you go home and you brew again. Oh, not a lot. It depends on the guys in the brewery, but on myself, uh, no, no, not anymore. <laughs> but, but other guys, yes, they, they still brew at home. But uh, playing with oak barrels, it's a bit the same. I mean, uh, you, you, the creative part of brewing, you can uh, extend it with barrel aging by blending <laughs> barrels every batch we, we launch. Which is a perfect segue for the beer we're about to drink. What are we drinking right now? Actually, it's a QB12. Cheers. Is, cheers. This is our um, 12th anniversary uh, beer. Really? Congrats. Yeah. That's amazing. Thanks. So uh, this is a blend of our Rouge de Mickinac. Which is one of your staples. This is our flagship, flagship beers. Yeah. Uh, barrel aging flagship. With this, this is a, a, a the Rouge Mickinac is a is a hybrid between a, a Flanders Red and a Crick, and this beer has a part of Rouge de Mickinac and also a part of wild beer. I would say uh, fermented with fruits with uh, no, no yeast added, but only with the yeast of the fruits. From, That's awesome. From berries, from strawberries, blueberries, and blueberries. And uh, more cherries. So strawberries, blackberries, and blueberries. Yeah, exactly. Totally yeah. petit fruit. Yeah, it's yes. uh, berries. Uh, Wonderful, yeah. Uh, a fruit Cheers, beer. Uh, let's try this. The color, it's more like a pink. In between red and pink. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. A lot of, we, we, a lot like of uh, cherries. Yeah, it's tart. It's tart. Yeah. A lot of cherries, vanilla. It's very complex, which I appreciate. Yeah. You can feel the levels of creativity. I, I always feel like a big similarity between brewers making beers and musicians making songs, let's say, or an album. Has there ever been a point where you like put all your heart into something and then you realize that it wasn't good and you just scrapped it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, before releasing it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You'd rather you'd rather just just let it go. Sometimes uh, we, we brew stuff that we just threw away, but it's rare. <laughs> For chance, it's rare, but it happens. <laughs> How disappointing is that? Oh, no, it's, it's a part real, of the process. Yeah, and that's the it's way part it is. of the process, and it's, it's a small percentage of the total of the big picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the big picture. So, what would be like your you're at a, your friend's bachelor party? Let's imagine, and you're at a bar where they don't have any craft beer. What do you drink? What, <laughs> what is your best of the worst beer? <laughs> that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, maybe uh, I'll do a, a scotch. <laughs> a scotch, good answer. Yeah. That is the right answer, people. 
<laughs> do you still go buy beer? Absolutely. Do you follow the trends that happen in the I craft beer? Yeah? I try to follow because uh, uh, every brewers are making uh, great stuff or almost every brewers are making great stuff. So we have to compare and taste. And this is what we, uh, uh, we it bring us to, to make a brewery. To, to taste beers and uh, taste again and taste other things so it's always the same I know in bands like when my friends put out new albums I listen to them out of respect and out of curiosity but there's always that side of me that's like oh fuck that's good I'm gonna do something like that is that something that happens in the brewers world? absolutely yeah, do you guys right. get inspired by each other? Oh, it's like yes. a friendly sort of competition yeah it's a kind of competition but it's a big fraternity also Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it gives us idea. You you drink a beer with uh, I don't know anything, concumber, and <laughs> and you say, okay, it could it could be good with good that kind of beer or with that kind of beer. Let's try it. I saw that you guys did a collabo as, uh, yeah. with a band, exactly. the Bears, right? Yeah, Bears of Legion, the band. That's right. Yes, yes. And so uh, you, it, how, did, how did you guys appreciate doing a band collaboration? How did that come about? Well, uh, we have to. Uh, I have to say to you that one of the guys from the band is coming from St. Sid, from our town. So it was just natural for us to make something with them. I understand, yeah. So, uh, but it's a, it's a great um, partnership. So we, we, we just uh, drank a lot of many kind of beers together to find the, the right beer that they like and we like, and we just tried it. It was our first goes. And uh, we are a, bre a brewery that we love to play with uh, sour beers. So it was just natural one day that we make a, a goose. It was really good. I, I enjoyed it. I had it. Uh, I was having a picnic with my family in the park, and I had it there, and it was it was just the perfect beer for the perfect situation. Yeah. Excellent. Thanks. Where do you think the Quebec beer scene is going? Or the world beer scene? What is the next big style? <laughs> I don't know what the next big beer style. I hope it's going to be sour. <laughs> <laughs> In the States, sour game is, is hot. Very yeah. hot. Yeah, Yeah, it's hot and it's, it's mostly... Um, Especially uh, your style, like complex sour, not just fruity. Yeah, but it's mostly... Actually, the, the sour beers are mostly uh, uh, re related to summer. But I'm sure that we can taste complex sour beers every every day. <laughs> of course, yes. I start all my drinking sessions with a nice sour. Yeah. And then I move on to other things. Exactly. So, yeah. It depends on the time it opens, of the day. It opens your palate. Yeah. Uh, of your palate, but also of your mood of the day. When you start with a, your first beer, what you would like? Would you like to, to saturate your... Your your palette with a with a an imperial, high imperial IPA or an imperial stout or with a Belgian style beer, um, well done or a pilsner. Have you guys considered doing like a collaboration with a Belgian brewery? Well, yes, but uh, it yes, just has why to, not? things <laughs> have to work, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? <laughs> I normally ask this question in the opposite direction. I normally interview metal dudes and say, "Do you like craft beer?" I know you like craft beer, so I'm going to say, do you like metal? Absolutely. Well, the, when I was uh, younger, I was always uh, listening to metal music. What yeah. bands would, would be your, oh, your old the school big playlist? Bands, you know, the big bands with uh, Megadeth and Iron Maiden and uh, all, all those stuff. Do you revisit those CDs ever? Oh, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. 
What would be your favorite band of the moment? Oh my God, Metal. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, you, no. <laughs> you, fast Francis. What's Francis? You, you get in your car, you turn on. What are you listening to? You know, I, I really like uh, uh, indie rock, actually, such as um, Blonde Redhead or uh, Stereo Lab or that kind of music. That's awesome. Francis, thank you so much for coming, sharing a great beer with me, having a chat. Cheers. Cheers. I'm stoked to be here. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I had such a good time at Chambly. I can't wait to go back next year. It's just, it's really one of Canada's premier craft beer festivals. They have great food. They have great brews. They have great people. It's just an all-around great experience, and you should definitely make the trip if you haven't done it in the past, and you like craft beer and good people. I hope you had a good weekend. I really had a great weekend. It's always nice to take some time to relax. I hope that you guys did as well. Enjoy the rest of your week, and get ready for October 11th when I announce the mystery guest who will be present on October 26th at Turbo House for the Vox and Hops one-year anniversary party. Have a good rest of the week. Remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Hey, you. Do you have any plans this year? Ha! <laughs> How's that going? Do you get 2020? Well, welcome to a brand new podcast called 2020, where myself, Benny Goodman, and my good friends, Corey Pazin and Siobhan Cronin from the band Lost Symphony, also got 2020. And since the world ended this year, we decided why not just check in with some of our friends in the music industry and see how everyone's doing. We're going to get a candid look at life on and off the stage, as well as the mindset of some of the most successful people in the entertainment industry. New episodes drop every Sunday and Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And you can listen at 2 020-D.com, soundtalentmedia.com, or on your favorite podcast app.